Hey, good morning, my friends. Uh, welcome to a parking lot edition of our little uh, podcast. Grab a drink of water here before I get started. Uh, very strange, very strange past 15 hours, I must tell you. Um, and I realize you don't know all the circumstances of, of what goes in to making these recordings. I, I hope they sound simple to you, but <clears throat> to um, find the time, to find the place uh, on, a, on a night like last night and a morning like this morning is very difficult. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about what happened. I uh, took my wife to a meeting that she had about 90 miles away, so a couple hours of a drive, almost. And while we were gone, uh, my youngest son called and wanted a friend to spend the night. That's fine. But a uh, really severe, severe thunderstorm hit our town while we were 90 miles away. Uh, my 17, my 16-year-old, soon to be 17, he'll be 17 in just a few days. Uh, he was the adult in charge. He got everybody downstairs. There was a tornado. Uh, it did not hit our town, the town proper. It did hit just north. Uh, and in Iowa, I don't know where you live, but in Iowa, we're pretty used to them. Uh, but they're still scary. They're destructive. Uh, so as we roll back into town last night, uh, the town's a mess. Power line's down. Some power's off. We still had ours, but trees are down. Okay, so uh, I get up this morning, prepare for my day, find my kids, friends sleeping on the couch. I usually give these from the front room. So I'm not very well rested because of the weather. We had another series of storms roll in while we were sleeping. Uh, I'm not able to give my podcast from the usual spot, blah, blah, blah. So if I found a, if I sound a little, there you go, a little exasperated, uh, frustrated, and tired, if you sense that vibe, there is a reason for it. So here I sit at 514, uh, came to work about 10 minutes early so that I could give a podcast from the inside of my car, my Camry, in uh, the parking lot of the factory I work at. So, there's a, there's a lot there. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I needed to vent. I hope that's okay. Uh, I, I, I have to tell you that um, I have discovered that, and it's not a new discovery to me, but it's a, it's a re-realization. It's one of those blinding flashes of the obvious I've talked about that... Um, one of the predominant feelings I have as a person trying to uh, learn, sustain, understand one's own spirituality is frustration. I hold two primary emotions in my life. I have a deep love and gratitude. Maybe they can be the same emotion for being alive, for my family. Uh, for hope that can come with life. But I also hold at the same time uh, this other thing, this frustration. And I am discovering that I have probably held it for a very long time. And the frustration comes from being able to see from a perspective where 
I'm able to, and, and I say this with all humility, and I, I think you could probably say the same thing too if you're listening to this, but uh, you, you're probably able to offer people at least some solutions from your vantage point. You're probably able to see some of the issues. Uh, you're definitely able to see uh, that people are still very much confined to, uh, blocked into uh, a part of the false reality. And so, uh, at least for me, it, it's becoming and, and has been for a long time more difficult to watch these sorts of nonsensical, uh, almost insane behavior at times of people, of our world. Uh, you know, you, you look at you look at arguments over uh, legislation and rules, and and you see that that there's really some simple things that we could do to make our life better, but we can't because we're locked into a way of belief. We're locked into a way of thinking. We're locked into a way of being, and that being does not include in it the benefit of others. Uh, the love of others, uh, the care for our neighbor, uh, justice for the least and the lost, heck, justice for the people who have. Uh, you know, we see the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And there's a frustration that comes with being able to probably offer some solutions or at least some ideas, but not having a voice. And even if you have a voice in these things, you discover very quickly that that voice is washed out by the false reality that we have created in order to sustain our existence. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you, the past 24 hours has been strange in more ways than, than one. Uh, yesterday morning, I was sitting at my uh, table. I... We have little workstations in our factory. I have my own little workstation with uh, some football pictures of my boys, a calendar, etc. And I'm, I'm sitting there waiting for the the morning uh, buzzer to go off, let us know that it's time to go to work. And I'm hearing a political discussion, and I'm hearing people who who have struggled their whole life talk about voting for politicians that would just cause them more struggle and. And they were adamant about how correct they were. And I got to thinking about how really that's what the false reality is, isn't it, my friends? That it is a, a reflection. The reality we've created is a reflection of how we are taught that our beliefs are reality. And so I think what I would like to spend the last five minutes or so in this podcast talking about is understanding what we really believe. What do you really believe? Now, let's talk about belief. You know, belief is an assertion of an idea. Uh, unfortunately, I think gravely unfortunately, the idea of belief has permeated religion. Uh, for me, faith, if there is anything that is substantial about faith, is more about trust than belief. Because beliefs are subjective, aren't they? You, you believe something different than me. That's why I say, take what you need from this podcast and leave the rest. 
I'm sitting in a parking lot looking at people pull in for work. They each believe something different. Maybe some enjoy their work. Maybe some hate their work. Uh, maybe some are challenged by certain things in life. Maybe some are afraid. Some are joyous. Uh, some are projecting into the world different ways of being. All of this comes from what they believe to be true, what they perceive and how they filter, as I've talked about many times, uh, to be true. Uh, I work with people who practice some faith, no faith, and by faith, uh, I guess I should probably quantify that now, who believe, you know, in God or uh, institutions. I, I work with people who, who don't. <laughs> uh, but I see one common theme, and that is this that we are convinced that what we believe, our own personal assertions that have been formed in our life, somehow carry more weight than the other person's. Now, this is where the frustration happens, is that we have to ask ourselves, you know, uh, is, is this quest for authenticity, for spirituality, is it just another set of beliefs? You know, are we just making it when I listen to skip and finding meaning? Is it just another set of propositions to believe in? And I think that's a great question. Uh, I have an answer for you, by the way, because I think there is one theme that dislodges our belief, and that is love for ourselves and love for others. I think that's why it's a theme in each religion. I think that's why the Buddha and Jesus and Muhammad and Lao Tzu and uh, all the great Christian mystics, male and female, um, together talk about love being the core, the central purpose of life. I think love and inclusion uh, dislodge the belief systems that we have uh, inherited or we create. I really do. I really believe that love is the answer, folks. That may sound cheesy, or cliche, but I, I'm convinced that, that love is indeed the answer to, to these questions. That when we care for our neighbor, then, you know, that breaks up this matrix. Because if we think about it, the matrix, the, the false reality that we've created is based in an assertion that my beliefs are better than yours. That uh, the belief in a profit over someone's personal well-being, the belief in a religious assertion over other people, the belief in a political system as correct, all of that comes down to you believing that your formed beliefs and perceptions are the correct thing. Well, if we could form ourselves around something as unifying and as true as love and compassion kindness and generosity, then I believe we get into something more substantial and, you know, something more authentic as human beings. Uh, So I guess what I want this podcast to be about today is the idea that love trumps belief. Love outweighs belief. Love conquers our misperceptions and It is really the only singular point that we can gather around. And this is why I think kindness as a reflection of love is so important. Because when someone's kind to you, you don't 
you know, judge their... If you're not talking about politics or religion <clears throat> and people are just acting out of kindness towards you, that's a different vibe, man. That's a... That's a that, that's... You're just grateful for the kindness and then gratitude is expressed and love is expressed and a thank you is expressed. Folks, uh, I'm going to end with this. There is nothing more important, nothing more important that we can do to make our world better, to find our own authenticity, to break the, the hold of this false reality than to love our neighbor, ourselves, and even possibly try to love our enemy. Try to see the kindness in them. And it's a big order, my friends, because they may be doing harm. We may be doing harm. Uh, but I'm going to hold on to hope. And I'm going to let you go. I'm going to say thank you. Thank you. And we'll talk to you real soon. Hopefully not from a parking lot. From back at the old Lazy Boy studio there at my home. But um, I'm grateful that I had this opportunity. We will talk to you real soon, my friends. Uh, practice love. Practice kindness. It breaks the, It breaks the bonds. It breaks the chains. It really does. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.